don't know how it's going to go. Now you're making me crush. No, I know. No, it's, um, it's um, <laughs> chefs for farmers. Chefs for farmers. Oh, okay. I'm like, now you're making me question it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that one more time. Yeah, let's say that again. <laughs> Take that out. Yeah. Yeah, we rolling. We're rolling. Not good? All right. What in East Dallas is going on? I'm Camille. And I'm Rich. Rich, today we have Isabella Richard. With Good Local Markets. Yeah. Okay. First of all, we're actually on another field trip. Yes, we are. So Hayes is here, obviously, because we're on a field trip. Y'all keep saying that. Y'all keep saying that. Well, Hayes, you're about 50-50 in the studio. Uh, out of the 18 episodes, well, there was a time, yeah, that I was not yeah. in the studio. Yeah, but he had a good, he had a good reason, yeah, though. So where are we at today, Camille? Terroir. 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 Is that right? He's back yeah, there somewhere. He's gone. It's yeah. a little uh, wine shop. Yep. It's a, it's a wine shop over here off of Garland Road. Off Garland Road. You guys, you have to come and check this place out. It's super cool. Um, they do uh, free wine tastings. Uh, I think um, Thursdays, every, right? Is it every Thursday? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, Thursdays. They right? do a little wine tastings. You can come yeah, every other Thursday? Time. Okay, every other Thursday. Yeah, yeah, so, hey, go check them out. Yeah. Right here by Well Grandland Coffee. Yeah, it's right next door here, so. Yeah, I love this location. Great spot, yeah, it's super And pretty much right across the street from where they used to do the market. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. A couple of years ago we were walkable, still walkable, honestly. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. walkable. Well, first of all, welcome to the podcast, What Nice Dallas is Going On. Thanks. You know, we, one of the things that we like to do, obviously, is highlight uh, some of our nonprofit friends in the area. Um, I think they bring uh, so much to our community, right? Camille? Yes, I mean, 100%. And, and I think they, a lot of them go unnoticed on their importance. Mm -hmm. And so I do think it's important for us to um, you know, get people involved. Um, mm -hmm. I appreciate know, it. With our nonprofit. So, for sure. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Good Local Market. Yeah. Besides the food and the, <laughs> and the farmers. And the farmers. It, is, it, does, it does seem posh sometimes when you're there, but it, it's not quite the not quite the vibe. You know, we're really a community center, uh, big hub for East Dallas, but in reality, our vendors come from a 150-mile radius of Dallas. Right? Really? Yeah. And, and I will say for most farmers' markets or, or any sort of market, that's kind of exclusive. You know, a lot of yeah. people... Because it's not just about where your business is located, it's about most of your sourcing. And mm -hmm. we, we kind of dig a little bit deeper into our, our standards of what local means. And so, you know, 150 mile radius is, is a little exclusive for some people, but it's really just like about up, uplifting this micro economy of all these amazing small businesses that we have around. Sure. You know, um, we try to stay food focused because that's just kind of the founding of our mission. It was to be uplifting local growers and, and farmers. Um, and it's spilled into all of these other kind of food realms. Yeah. Um, but some of our biggest assets to our market are also these incredible artisans. And so, you know, you, you kind of start with saying that you want to promote this Nonprofit, and we definitely are, and we have a mission and a nonprofit status, but we represent so many nonprofit businesses. And wow. so you kind of get a little too for with us. You know, it's local small businesses as well as this nonprofit that's trying to take these people from their like starting point and get them into 
more of a comfortable realm in their business, more right. of a maybe right. professional, stable place. Yeah, and I love that y'all have like a lot of farmers and food because the farmers market downtown has like none of that anymore, which that's what they used to be. Right, and it's been right. a lot. A lot of our vendors actually still do both. Right, maybe they got their start at Dallas Farmers Market and realized that. It's changed a lot over the years, right? Yeah. You can't not say it's a complete staple of Dallas, that farmer's market neighborhood, and that they've been around forever. But what I hear from my vendors is that it's not so much a place that people go to shop for groceries or food anymore. It's right. kind right. of more of a your brunchy morning out. Yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah. of, we're going to take some photos, we're going to yes. enjoy the day. But I'm not going home after this, so I actually can't buy eggs from you, sir. Thanks for bringing them out here from two hours away, though. <laughs> mm. You know? And yeah. so... The people who come to our market, you know, this is their grocery shopping. They mm -hmm. might be on their bikes. They might have their kids. They find a few other things they want. But I think it's a little bit more of an intentional shopping experience yeah, than what sure. the current Dallas Farmer's Market yeah. is. Well, it, and I think, too, the importance of buying local uh, for the local ecosystem, our economy, mm -hmm. right? It's more important now than ever before. We have a we can't control what happens far and wide, but we can control what happens here in our local area. Absolutely, right? Yeah. And so I think it's um, it isn't talked about enough, right? Hey, sure. I mean, I think that it needs to be. I mean, and I love the mission too. Good local markets mission is to support local farmers and ranchers, incubate small businesses, which, by the way, uh, they employ people. We do. Increase food access, strengthen the local economy, and cultivate healthy communities. We could end the podcast right <laughs> here. Okay, that was great. Yeah. I mean, but what a mission statement. And, you know, it's one thing to, to say a mission statement, have a vision on your website, but it's another to live it out. It's been over a decade. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. it's, uh, we all started in, uh, when? So it's... You know, they kind of go back and forth on the start date because we ran markets before we were a nonprofit. I see. Okay. Right. So, um, but our nonprofit status goes back to 2012, I believe, and we ran markets for about three, four years before then. Okay. So about 2009. Yeah, 2009, 2008. Sarah Good Perry math. was our founder. Yep. Um, and she's, you know, still an avid market shopper. And her and I had lunch last week. And you know, all these people that started this thing again over a decade ago, they're still so invested, even though their life has taken them to other places now. Sure. Mm -hmm. They live locally. Right. They shop with us, and the mission is still so important to them that they want to make sure we have lunch and talk about it. You know, it's really. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's great. You know, and one of the things that you guys have is access, is food access. So you have a, the Lone Star Food mm -hmm. Stamp Program, which, you know, we are, um, we live in East Dallas, and East Dallas, East Dallas is a very diverse, <coughs> so diverse. You know, community, and the, the, the socioeconomic, um, you know, component ranges yeah. from, you know, low to high. Mm -hmm. And so for that to be in the forefront of what they're doing mm -hmm. is such a big deal, it's Camille. the most important program to me. And, you know, you touched on it a little bit earlier when you said that, you know, we don't have a lot of control what goes on around, especially when the American food system is so heavily mm. corporate and the distribution systems are controlled by these really big companies, right? What we can do is, even in those moments like in COVID, where all of a sudden all the grocery store shelves were empty, we can lean on our local farms. And it's important to have these spaces where we're making sure that this stuff is always accessible locally. And then not only accessible, like we can get it 
to the location, mm -hmm. but accessible, like people who are going through a financially tough mm. spot are also able to reap the benefits of all of these local foods and artisans. And so the double dollars program where we match up to $20 worth of your food stamps, EBT money, Lone Star funds, you know, people know it by many different names. Um, that's been my favorite part. I think where we need to go from here is making sure that, um, you know, obviously fi finances are normally the biggest issue. The second biggest issue is transportation. Mm. And so I think that we need to find a way to make our market physically more accessible because financially we're kind of there. What do you mean people can't get there? I think a lot of um, people below the poverty line don't have their own transportation or okay. rely on their friends' transportation. And, and, you know, I've experienced this kind of on an intimate level at my last job with the International Rescue Committee. So okay. I ran food security for them for a while. And a lot of low-income families, they rely on the DART system and they rely on friends with cars if they have them. And, you know, sometimes transportation, if you're just going to do a quick shop at a farmer's market, but you got to hop on an hour and a half bus to get there, it's not yeah. always, right. you know, right. yeah. I'll go to Walmart. Is kind of where the, that mindset is. I don't have the time, right? right. In it's a close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, there's a lot more work we can do in that space. Is all is all I'm trying to say there, and and I think that's where I'm going to start next. Okay, so you have how many community farmers markets do you guys have? Just the two, right? So we're okay. um, at White Rock on Saturday down on Old Gate Lane, yep. um, four hours every morning, starting at 8 a.m., and then Lakewood over at the corner of Mockingbird and Abrams. Yep. On yeah. Sundays at 9 a.m. So the one on Oldgate, so people know, it's moved back a little bit. Yeah, just right around the corner. Because yeah. it was right there on Garland Road at the church. Much less visible now. Our, yeah. our old partners at Lake Point, they are doing some radical mm -hmm. construction. Yeah. It looks yeah. like. Major yeah. construction. Yeah. Um, Will so, you all move back when it's done, or you'll you stay? Know, um, we, saw, we signed a multi-year lease with our new partner at UMC okay. White Rock. Um, they've been really, really accepting of our mission and our community and, and just, you know, big supporters. They come out to our markets occasionally and, yeah. um, you know, their director of operations I talk to on a very regular basis. So it's okay. a really good relationship. We have no reason to leave right now. All right. I also find this space a little bit easier to walk or ride your bike to. Mm -hmm. Garland yeah. Road can kind of be, be a, busy. Oh, gosh. a busy place to yeah. travel down. Yeah, um, the Garland Motor Speedway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This place is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So it's probably easier to get into the market, too, because it was tricky. Parking's way easier. Oh, yeah. A lot more parking. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, our space, our, our actual market space is smaller, so I'm kind of I'm squishing them in there. Yeah. But they're troopers about it. My vendors, That's they good. really support each other. The community that they make, it almost has nothing to do with us. Like, they're just great people. I mean, I think pushing them closer together is actually not a bad thing because yeah. it creates actually a better experience mm -hmm. for the people that are walking around. I think so. I the, think um, so. You know, so I do go over to the one that's by my house that's... Um, Abrams and Mockingbird. Lakewood, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm in Lakewood, and I love it. Whoever sells that honey, I can't remember her name. Ross's, oh, her? This one lady over there. I was going to say, Ross's Rowdy Bees is our current that's honey vendor. Good, okay, so that, yes, that's, yeah, that's the one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's a he in my, yes, in yes, my yes. experience. No, no, no. He, it, it is him. It is him. Okay, Somebody, cool. There was a woman over there selling with him that one time. Maybe she was just helping him. Yeah, yeah it could be. Could be. He's, okay. he's got a family, and that's super common for our um, yeah. our yeah. vendors. You know, the, the husband and the kids pull up, and they drop all the stuff, and they're like, we'll see you in three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And then all the kids come Good running luck. back in to help mom pack up or dad yeah. pack up again. It's oh, really cool, sweet. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to uh, take a quick break, and sure. we're going to come right back about 
about the rest uh, and talk about what you guys have coming up and some of the other cool initiatives that you guys are doing in the community. Absolutely. All right, well, we will be right back with Good Local Markets. Did you know that East Dallas has over 200,000 residents? And over 1.1 million visitors every single month. And, and you, you have, have the opportunity, opportunity to reach them. If you're interested in partnering up with us on the website, visit eastdallas.com. Or on this show at What in East Dallas is Going On. Connect with us. Our email is connect at visiteastdallas.com. That's connect at visiteastdallas.com. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for being a part of East Dallas. We're rolling. <laughs> yeah, we are. And we're back. We're back with Isabella, and we're here also at Terroir, a place for wine on Garland Road. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, Andrew Wilt, the owner. Andrew, yeah, Andrew Wilt. Great guy, by the way. Yeah, so pop in. See him? He, will he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Looking for some wine. All I right. love a non-snobby wine bar. Just come in, learn, enjoy. Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. I do too. Me too. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who needs attitude? You don't need <laughs> exactly. any attitude at the wine bar. <laughs> okay, so we're back once again um, with Good Local Market. Okay, so first of all, how can a potential uh, uh, vendor uh, get involved with you guys? Yeah. Because there are people doing all kinds of stuff. We mentioned honey earlier. Yeah, there's so much going on. Everyone makes jelly nowadays. Yeah, everyone's jamming and jellying. Um, woodworking is natural textile. Dyeing with natural dyes is a really big thing this year. Is it really? It's so cool. So it's you know that's actually one of my favorite parts of the job is, is vetting all these new applicants, these new vendors, these okay. new small businesses, or you know people that are just really passionate about their craft. Right. You know, you think of your friend who makes something cool, and you tell them sell that. These are the people that apply to our market, okay. right? Um, and a lot of it comes from they stumble upon our market and they walk in and they say, I'm so-and-so and I do this. And they come up to our market booth and they say, how do I get involved? Yeah. And I tell them, you know, you got to go on our website. You got to go up to a little tab at the top right corner that says become a vendor 2023. And then from there, it's kind of a good amount of reading and learning about us. Because like I said, we're, we're a little selective, mm -hmm. not only yeah. by location, but also by your level of handmade right so our, it's our first category sure. is kind of like how local are you our second category is how handmade or how hand grown is your product and so I run all of these new applications through a jury process I have like a jury a jury yes I have a okay, jury so of like eight I people make, oh, I true. make some hand, uh, uh, homemade granola cool Camille, yeah it's it. very good it's very good okay yes. So, can I put it? No, it is good. The the one that had some spice in it that was really good. Yeah, I did like that one. Yeah. Okay, okay. So if I were to say, you know, uh, want to sell it, right? Uh, right. I would go through this application process, mm -hmm. and my stuff. Can, I can seal it. I can slap a sticker on it. That's what you're gonna have to. You get packaged. Well, that's the oh, thing yeah. is because I also do a lot of educating on how it is to legally sell your granola, right? So, like for you, you don't have your own commercial kitchen, right? You'd have to learn about the Texas cottage I law. I don't. And so I'm assuming. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so you I'm, learn about the Texas cottage law. You have a specific label. I have to see that label. I have to okay. make sure you're within all your permits and all these things. And the jury tries your items. They look at your items. They come feel your items. If you're, you know, maybe you're crocheting something. 
Who, know, who are these jury right? members you speak of? So, like I said, the market's <laughs> been around for like 15 years. I'm just trying to get in. I'm trying to butter them up. For my yeah. We need names. So they're all probably your neighbors, honestly. A lot of them, we have a couple of board members that serve on our jury. We have a couple of old vendors. Okay. We have a couple of like just really, really religious shoppers that care a ton. And um, we also even invite some of our current vendors to sample products of applicants as long as they don't interfere. Like they can't, a baker can't try another baker's goods. Oh, right. But okay. I might go up to my ceramic artist and be like, hey, do you like this cookie? You know, and, and mm. we'll go off there. Um, but it's it's really it's a community effort, and it's not because we want to be exclusive or we want to count people out. It's because we invest so heavily into the right. people that come to our market. We want to make sure that they uphold all of our standards and our missions, and and just will just be part of that community with us. And right. and that includes you know not only having someone that kind of understands what good local market's goal is, but also not having too much of, of one thing at a market. And sometimes yeah. we have years where yes. I have to say no to a lot of really talented people because we already have so many talented people at our market. Right. And I can't you can't walk through a farmer's market with sure. thirty ceramic artists or, or jellies. Right. Or everyone's I, I tell you what making though, marmalade, you know if you're out there and you're listening to this and you make spicy watermelon jelly, come find me. Oh hey. <laughs> because that stuff where are they going to find you? Well, the last time I found some was in Houston. Oh. I was on a business Watermelon. trip. Watermelon. Yeah. Hey, we have, so. a, we have a marmalade. Her business name is East Dallas Marmalade. Check her out. Her name's Ashley. Well, she's she, right here. She's right here. She okay. started during COVID. She's now at our markets. And I feel like that's the beauty, actually, of a lot of our vendors is that they take suggestions super well. I'll be like, ah, wouldn't it be cool if this looked kind of like this? And then all of a sudden, one of my vendors is like, I made this ring for you. And I'm like, take my money. Thank you so much. <laughs> they, yes. they listen and they'll, they'll commission works for you. Or, Very you cool. know, have you ever heard of this heirloom tomato variety? They're like, no, but I have now. And the next season, yeah. you got your tomatoes at market, wow. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they want they want what you want. Yeah. Right. You know, they're and here for us. So if they're, once they're a vendor... Is there a time frame they have to reapply? They reapply every year. Oh, yeah. they do. Nice. They reapply every year. The I like application that. process is a little bit more streamlined for returning vendors, okay. right? Sure. Um, so basically, that's how we keep our quality in check. I do all of our farmers, all of our ranchers and growers. I visit their site every year. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. I make sure because when I'm bringing organic produce to my market. I want to make sure they're everything they say they are. I go right. into their fertilizer cabinet and make sure that they don't have anything that's outside of the realm of organic. Oh. My background's in agriculture. Oh. Yeah. Where'd you yeah. go to school? University of Florida. Okay. U of Gators. Florida. Gators. Chomp, chomp, the baby. Gators. <laughs> no clapping on camera. Or on mic. Where did you live down there? I lived, like, right at the corner of University, and I think my, sh my uh, apartment was on 3rd Street, so, like, okay. right in it, because I didn't have a car, so I was... I was biking it everywhere. I had to be really close, but okay. it was awesome. Where are you from? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. Cleveland. <laughs> Aren't you glad you left there? Good I Lord. really am. <laughs> Could you like Eight-month winter. Do you have family You know there, what? Or? Cleveland actually is pretty there. cool. For sure. Have you been up there? Uh, no, I've not, so, not been to Cleveland. So Cleveland is pretty unique. They actually have a bike path that goes around the entire city. I've done they it. Do. 
Yeah. The Cleveland Metro Parks. Yeah, the, really impressive. Yeah. Oh, very. I've wrote, I, and I did it. I rode a bike around there, uh, and it was fall. It was uh, absolutely phenomenal. You probably were in Cleveland, like in one of the six weeks where it's nice to be in Cleveland. So get, get <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. You're right. right now. Right now, I've also been down there, and I go downtown to get something to eat, and it's like on Friday uh, at 7 p.m. Everything shuts. Oh, yeah. Downtown yeah, Cleveland, eh, well, there's there's the neighborhoods, right? You get it's into Ohio now. City, you get into Fourth Street, it's a little different. Yeah. But the downtown's kind of similar to Dallas, where it's more of a di- business district. Oh, you know? yeah. So what brought you to East Dallas then? Well, uh, like I said, I went to school in Florida, and I graduated with my sustainable food production degree. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> that is so cool. I really enjoyed it. It was really unique. It was it was worth the wait and you know because I transferred in um, originally going to Tampa but um, so I, I decided halfway through college that agriculture was really where I find that I, I find that my environmentalism and, and, and earth stewardship passions intersect with my social justice passions of mm. feeding people and making sure all of these good things are accessible um, so I found that agriculture was kind of that crossing cross over those two and and that's when I decided I wanted to study so I took a year off from school I worked on a CSA farm for a year nice. finished my degree and then right out of school the International Rescue Committee hired me to run their food security programs wow and they you know it's a it's a refugee resettlement agency so it's a lot of social work but okay. I was running gardening programs um, for people who you know I wasn't teaching them anything I was really giving them space they came from like agrarian mm-hmm. places Southeast Asia um, yeah. places in Africa etc they knew what they were doing it was kind of me being like but this is what Texas climate is like and oh, we'll do it yeah. together and that's actually how I originally got involved with good local markets really running this food security for this refugee resettlement agency having all of these talented growers growing not only amazing organic food but like really unique foods that like mm-hmm. a lot of Americans don't see in their grocery store and stuff sure. and so I brought these to good local markets and I, I sat up on Saturdays for a few years in a row and that's when I kind of got connected with Casey who was the executive director at, t- at the time yeah. um, and just Man. really fell in love with the mission of good local markets and, and loved you know its ability to just welcome everyone in including my like really unique and diverse clientele at the time so it was a very unique but easy transition from one to the other when I started with Don't try to pull one over on her. Yeah. She's got the whole thing covered. Good Lord. Yeah, food system education, it's really tough, really convoluted, but it's also really important because, you know, a lot of people don't understand where our food comes from and, and how right. it gets right. places and all of the really nasty things that can happen to the people who grow food or the people yeah. who move food in the yeah. meantime. So if there's one thing I can tell you coming to our markets is that you're doing good by shopping with us. There's yeah. 8 billion plus people in the world to feed and that is a lot of people and unfortunately a lot of them don't actually get fed. Hey, so a lot of them right here in East Dallas, South Dallas. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I think what you guys are doing is absolutely Amazing. Uh, okay, so people can sponsor what you guys are doing. Absolutely, we have a we have a few levels of sponsorship. They're definitely listed on our website. Our website's actually going to get a nice little revamp. I'm hoping nice. this week. Okay, it's been a long time coming. Atwell Designs has been helping me out so hard getting this new website launched. But that's going to kind of redefine our sponsorship levels. But you know, like I said, we're a community hub, and I really will toot the market's horn by saying that like us listing you as a sponsor does do something for you. People love our market and people pay attention. You know, 
for a while I was sending out our market newsletter not really sure how many people were going to be reading it and stuff the amount of people that come up to market and say, I love the newsletter this week. Ah, you know? No, that's cool. so nice. And so looking at when it, I mention it. my sponsors yeah. and 1,400 people local to East Dallas see that this person has sponsored me, that means something to them. And they yeah. mention it. You know, they'll come yeah. up to me in market and really, they really care. So um, all of these community partnerships that we have, all these sponsorships that we, that we welcome in, um, it's because they have similar missions to us and they also want to support the community. And so, of course, big thanks to all those guys. Yeah, I mean, I, can I mention? Yeah, East yeah. Dallas Networking is a huge one for us. Yeah. Um, we love those guys every Thursday over mm-hmm. at JJ's Cafe. And then yeah. um, Sprouts does a lot for us. Whole Foods does some good stuff Amazing. for us. Yeah, just chiropractic. Yep. Yes. Uh, Lake Point Church, which is in Bike Mart. Love them. Madison Partners. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are just a few. Of and and the sponsorship partners. can look like a lot of things, right? Like, we love a check. Sure, we're a nonprofit. We need mm-hmm. it. You know, we got staff to pay and people to feed. But it's also like uh, land, lay, offering the space and land for our, our vendors, offering waste management solutions. You sure. know, some of these people who already are doing such a great spot in their own industry in their own market offering those services to us you know yeah. in exchange for us like, you know just yeah. saying thanks right that's huge how we many exist. staff members do you guys have we have uh, two official good local staff members okay. and then we have some third-party people that we uh pay out so gotcha. uh, you know we employ accountants and advertising teams but they're their own businesses okay gotcha uh, you need to go to their website first of all it's goodlocalmarket.org yes it's, it's goodlocalmarket.org. And check, check out their Instagram page. So you guys have a very active and awesome Instagram page. We could steal your person over for, uh, <laughs> for, ours. Yeah, for ours. It's been it's been me a lot. I also have my market manager, Lisette Bell. She's okay. a really talented social media and, and graphic design artist. And she actually is also a ceramic artist. She does wheel throwing as well. She's her own artist. That's cool. Yeah. So the sponsorship, obviously, but... Um, the other way to support is just go to the markets, shop. Absolutely, absolutely. Come shop because, you know, supporting the nonprofit is completely separate from supporting these vendors. Obviously, I can do what we can do for these vendors as it is, but they also need their own income. And you're going to you're going to fall in love with someone at the market. Yeah. I know it. there's there's going to be at least one person that you just got to come back for. And I'm. I want to advocate for them, but you know you got to come check them out because they're so talented and they know exactly what they're doing. And yeah. she had a good idea earlier um, hey. of possibly bringing some of the vendors here for like a part two. I would love that. Oh my yeah. Let them speak for themselves because you know I can I do my best to learn about them right during that application process when I go visit their sites, when I go visit their farms, but. They're just a wealth of knowledge on their own, and, and I would love to showcase them. Oh, yeah, we'd love to be connected with I would, them. Yeah. Give me a B person. I got some questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love Bs. Hey, Ross Rowdy Bs, you should follow him on Instagram. His stuff is crazy. The man's just swarmed by Bs all the time. So is he chill. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy to me. Man, yeah, I, yeah, so I'm a big honey person. I, I'm the guy that buys honey, even though I have four other things of honey. Yeah, oh, mm hmm. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, what's his What's his Instagram? Ross's Rowdy Bees. Okay. Ross's. And it's cool because a lot of his work isn't necessarily just like, you know, he's not just the honey dealer. He's like going around Dallas rescuing hives oh, wow. and oh, yeah. oh, relocating cool. them. Like, he, man is saving the bees in 
in consequence, saving local agriculture and production. You know yeah. what I mean? So let's get him on. Seriously, hey, yeah, I'm looking at his website. I mean, I'm like his <laughs> products. Him. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, I yeah, I love your yeah. markets. I gotta say, um, I think they're great, and I Thank love you. that they're so close. You know, to home because you can. You can just pop in, get some groceries, run them back home, and then you've got your whole day, right? And then, you know, and I'll be honest with you because um, we advocate for shopping and eating seasonally, right? It's the best mm-hmm. thing you can do for the environment. Um, but then you're going to come to our market, and sometimes there's not going to be what you need. And then you head across the street when you're at Lakewood and you head to Sprouts. You know what I mean? We're yeah. still so close to all these other kind of stops you need to make in order to shop food for yourself. Yeah. And we don't claim to be a one-stop shop. But yeah. if you can shop local first, mm-hmm. right? then that's all we can do, right? Yep. Prioritize right. the way you buy things. Yeah. I just love supporting farmers and Me too. local people. Getting to know them. You know what I mean? You go up to Caroline and all of a sudden you know the person who's like growing the beef that you eat at home and at fruit farms. and yeah, That's Mm -hmm. pretty awesome. So we always do uh, chefs for farmers, you know, every year because Camille's husband is really involved with that. And so I help host it or whatever I do. And I love it Mm -hmm. because it brings together the people that grow the food and the people that cook the food. Mm Yes, it's I mean, and, and you know, you've got your farmers and growing your foodie. food, mm-hmm. and then we're right here at Terroir Wine Shop, and you've got farmers that are growing your grapes, grapes. for your mm-hmm. wine. Yes. I mean, right? You know, Texas has more native grapes than other any other state in the U.S. Is that just not insane? And Twelve native grape yeah. varieties really? or something. Yeah, no, most people don't know that. Know that though. It's 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 fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're <Whatever>, California. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, thank you for doing this with us and highlighting yes. such an important organization. Thank I, you. I think um, you know what you're doing is is commendable. We all got to eat. Hey, um, let's start. You know, in our local community, it's healthier and better for us anyway. Yeah. So it cuts yep. down on your allergies. I read that in a book one time. Hey, local honey, mm-hmm. less Salt chemicals in your body too. That's, exactly That's really right. what it's about. Some antibiotic-free milk. That's right? exactly right. <laughs> Antibiotic free milk. So once again, go to the website. It's goodlocalmarket.org. Yes. Uh, right. Go check them out. Uh, go visit one of the uh, sites. And yeah, support and sponsor yep. and be a part of them. And it, support also Terroir, a uh, place for wine here on Garland Road. Yeah. Thanks um, for having us. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one more little plug, real quick. I think we're going to sure. open a Instagram subscribers opportunity very soon. Okay. For okay. good local markets, you know, it'll be a minimal five dollars a month. You come in, you support the market. You know, through your social media. If you're a corporation or a business, we'll make sure we shout you out online and give you a thank you for subscribing. And every month nice. to every other month, we'll we'll enter all of our active subscribers into some sort of raffle or some sort of giveaway. So I think our first thing is going to be a Yeti cool that you can what? bring to market and fill up we'll full and that's a good yes. thing. But you know, maybe it's a maybe it's a class to one of our potters, you know, workshops and you learn how to wheel throw or maybe it's just a big old basket of market goods. So sign up to be a subscriber, help out the market, Perfect. maybe get something cool. Go to their I love Instagram. It. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Very, 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 very do it. All right. Heard it here first. Well, Camille, that's all I got. I love that. I heard it here first. <laughs> a lot of those. All right, Camille, that's that's all I got. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you, Hayes. Yes, hey, always. Hayes has got to run. As always. Hayes. Hayes has got to run because he's a busy man. But, hey, we, we can expect him 100% of the time on the, the next field trip. Sounds mm-hmm. good. In the studio, it's iffy. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, really cool. Thank Andrew for letting us be here. Camp out. Yeah, I got to buy some wine now. 
Once again, that's goodlocalmarket.org. Yes, sir. Camille, uh, what in East Dallas is going on? I don't know. Stick around. We'll find out. See you guys.